0: Skype beans
1: i am very excited today i know this is a big deal
2: but We've... we we do this every week we think we act like we're going to talk just you and me and then we have nothing to say we don't care about each other at all we just want to get right to the guest
1: so let's please caroline tell me what's going on today today we have what we call a guest of guests she is a skincare legend. She's a world-renowned esthetician. She owns an, ep- an eponymous product line in her own name. She, you know, your favorite celebrities have gone on the record and talked about how she saved their skin. Today, we have on the one, the only Renee Rouleau.
0: Rouleau, yes. Oh my gosh! What an intro! Thank you, Renee welcome. Thank you. Oh my gosh.
1: For saving half of the cast of Riverdale's skin, honestly. <laughs> We're,
0: Pretty well, much most of the cast of Riverdale actually, but yeah.
1: I know, I should have just introduced you as like the Riverdale cast's dr- fucking esthetician of choice. <laughs> we, we thank you for your service.
0: You're welcome. So just Renee, doing my job.
1: Renee, there's so much to talk to you about You're a goddess of all things skin. I mean, maybe you could even, like, share with us a little bit about your journey and, like, how you came to be the Renee Rouleau we see before us.
0: (laughs) So, well, anyway, I'm blushing. Thank you. All your sweet words are are making me glow. Um, (laughs) So... Yeah, I think, I think like any person who's in the beauty industry, they got into it because of they were passionate about it, right? They were a beauty junkie. Oftentimes, estheticians get into it because they had problems with their own skin and they researched to try to figure it out. Uh, for me, um, I became a beauty junkie because my grandmother was a hairstylist and owned her own hair salon, the powder puff Beauty Shop. Okay. And so I grew up
1: we're going to need to talk
0: about your grandma for like a good 10 to 15 minutes. We could circle back to that though. I'm so sorry. That's all right. And, um, so I grew up kind of, you know, that had a big impression on me watching that. And so I just got my fingers and all this stuff at an early age and it was super fun. And, uh, I knew, um, You know, I I went to a class reunion once, and a girl said, "Oh my gosh, you were the you were the first person in the fifth grade to wear makeup." And I was like, "I was," and she's like, "Yeah," and you used to bring makeup to slumber parties and do everyone's makeup. Like I didn't remember that at all, but I was like, "Wow!" And so, but yeah, I was just always um, just into it, and so I knew I actually started um, my path in beauty trying to be a hairstylist. I thought I was going to follow in the footsteps of my grandmother because back then, like, I didn't know what an esthetician was. Like that wasn't, I mean, that was not, I mean, yes, there were estheticians, but it's certainly not what it is like today. And I didn't even really know that was a thing. And so I, the, the first salon that I worked at starting out as an apprentice, as a hairstylist, they had, an esthetician there and uh, and I just got exposed to that and I was like no I want to be part of this and so I uh, quickly changed went to school became an esthetician and then worked back at the salon and then uh, and then my coworker was my mentor um, and she always wanted to open up a skincare business but she had two young children didn't want to do it by herself and so uh, she asked me to be her business partner and at the time I was living up in Boston and so I had a skincare salon from age 21 to 26 when I lived in Boston. Austin. And then I just wanted to get out of the East Coast, change of pace. I grew, I I moved every two to three years growing up and I was just getting itchy for, you know, antsy to try something new. And so I left and sold my half of the business even though you know it was super successful but me and my former partner are still great friends to this day and i started renee Rulo in dallas in 1996 shortly after, i started as a skincare spa so i was a practicing esthetician full-time started a skincare line slowly but surely and now Fast forward 24 years, I've been in business, and I started e-commerce in 1999, so been e-commerce for a long time, and uh, five and a half years ago, I relocated my company to Austin, Texas, where I am now, and we have um, a team of uh, 18 here, and this... kind of uh, earlier this year, we got uh, recognized as the best company to work for in Austin. So next year is the big 25, super exciting. And actually today, as a matter of fact, we just launched a new skincare product. So it's been very buzzy and fun today. So
1: Okay, wow. There's a lot to unpack here. So first of all, (laughs) obviously I almost crapped my pants when you brought up your grandma. I think that so many strong women have such amazing connections to their grandmas. I'm like all, uh, I'm obsessed with women's connections to their grandmas. Yeah. I mean, so your grandma owned a hair salon mm-hmm. called the, you said it was called the Powder Puff? The,
0: the Powder Puff Beauty Shop.
1: I, she, I, without knowing anything about her. I know. I know yeah. I love her.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But <laughs> did she have any like really amazing beauty rituals? that you remember?
0: Um, I just, I I remember, well, I, I just remember she, no, nothing really, like, but I just remember she always just loved touching my hair and cutting it and just kind of was always messing with my hair. And, you know, I was young and I was like, grandma, get off me, you know, and uh, I didn't call her grandma. Her name was Abby and, uh, or that was the Finnish name. My mom's side of the family is Finnish and that was Ah. the Finnish name. So her name was Abby. Yeah. I'm half Finnish. Oh, you are? So I'm half Finnish. Oh my God. I never meet Finnish people. I neither do I. Oh my god! Nice I, and actually, I won't get into it, but I I know a really cute little Finnish song that my grandmother used to sing with me as a kid.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, my god!
2: My grandma is Finnish, and my great grandma is Finnish, and she spoke Finnish. I this is a, wait. So where did where was the salon, and where did you guys um, in you
0: guys? Wisconsin? So a lot of Finnish people are from the Midwest. So I grew up. Uh, Boston. I lived in Boston twice, Wisconsin once, and Minnesota three times. Um, So throughout my childhood. My
2: my family is mostly in Minnesota. There's some in Wisconsin, but mostly in Minnesota. Um, Where in Minnesota did you live?
0: Sorry. Um, (laughs) uh, 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 Twin Cities, kind of Edina Uh and then kind of like Wyzetta area and Chanhassen. So yeah.
2: Cool mm, cheese curds. Oh my god! Overrated. So actually, no.
0: so the so it, it definitely was not her beauty tip, but a lot of Finnish people are not shy with drinking alcohol. So that side of the family, <laughs> they loved to drink. So my grandmother what? was a hardcore drinker and smoker, and she wow. was just kind of a
1: she I was like knew a, I loved a, her. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just say to that,
2: oh,
1: yeah. no comment. But same. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. I see what's happening here. That's so like, I, it's because today it's like beauty. And like the first thing in like, you know, beauty tips is like, don't drink, don't smoke. But yeah. I love that back then. Oh yeah. boy. Like yeah. smoking was encouraged. <laughs> Drinking, like. Yeah.
0: No problem. Well, and all the, I mean, all the secondhand smoke, right? As yeah. I mean, I, I mean, every time I smell cigarettes, I think of my grandmother and because she smoked all the Me time. Right. I mean, you were just sitting around it all the time. You know, she's drinking her coffee with her sugar lumps in her coffee, just smoking butts and, you know. Oh my god. No, I know. (laughs) Cigarette
2: smoke rhymes to my grandma and I feel terrible saying that, but it's the truth. I have one Finnish follow up question for you. Were you guys big and it's kind of beauty related, were you guys big on saunas? Because that's like a huge part of my the only thing really of my Finnish culture I feel like
0: yeah well Esther as you know they are called saunas so probably <laughs> up until the age of 15 or or 12 or something I called it a sauna and I remember when I moved up <laughs> to Boston too. and people were like what's a sauna and I was like and I also I it was like everyone says sauna and I was like oh my god so then I now call it a sauna I'm... but but it was a sauna but yeah so fun fact we
2: saying that Wait, so, yes, I always would say sauna and be
0: embarrassed. Sauna, <laughs> yes. Oh, so no. So I do have, I have talked about my sauna days um, on my blog because I have a really popular skincare blog. But yes, um, yes my I, my summers were spent in a log cabin in Wisconsin. We didn't have running, and this is the house my mom grew up in. We didn't have running water and we had um, an outhouse and a sauna. And so twice a week, we would bathe. My grandfather would go and heat up the rocks in the morning, make the fire and, and early evening, it would be hot enough and all the women would go in. So I go in with my grandmother, my mom, my sisters, and we'd all bathe first, and then get out and then the men would do it. So yeah, like that's, we didn't have showers. So that's my summers were bathing in a finished sauna.
1: Wow. So yeah. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> so yeah, it was I very similarly, rural. my
2: aunt, who lived in wisconsin where we would go we would go for the summers to wisconsin and minnesota but it was my aunt in wisconsin's house where um we had the sauna and it was (laughs) that's where we like spent all our nights it was it's such good memories memories.
1: yeah how many how many minutes can you really like be in a in a sauna
0: like- well, so the rule is the higher you go up, the hotter it is. Heat rises, right? Yeah. So if you stay low, and then we'd always have washcloths, cold washcloths, and so we'd have a cold water that we'd pump from our well, and we'd have it in a bucket, and you would just – put a cold rag over your face and if you sat low then you're not kind of inhaling it and all of that but i mean it was really a means to bathing where like now i'll go on a in a sauna for relaxation right like i i go to this one wellness facility here in Austin and you'll know, go sitting there for 30 minutes or whatever but um so yeah i mean it's just When you can't stand it anymore, when you're sweating and you're just like at your wit's end is usually when I hop out.
1: I have to say, I love the way that you guys talk about 80s and 90s Wisconsin, like it's the 1870s. I'm like, there's wells.
0: Yes. Yeah, we pumped it. That's how I brush my teeth. Like you would literally go get a, get a cup, go out to the well and you would just pump out your water and you put your cup in there. It was like camping almost. And that's how we would brush our teeth. And yeah, it was, I mean, and it's funny because it's like when I got to my teenage years, like all of a sudden I look back and I'm like, wow, that was so weird. You know, like we didn't have running water. And then like, but now I certainly cherish it because it was you know really unique
1: I'm, I'm getting a very fabulous like a lot of mixed messages like there's a well but you were also wearing makeup when you were like 10 <laughs> <Right>. i'm like she's <laughs> like let me pump something from the well and then i'll like pop right. over to the yeah to <laughs> and get my maybelline great
0: lash and then if that was like, it I love that it. was it I yeah you make you make do with what you have you know
1: absolutely so I feel like you mentioned, you have a super famous skincare blog. I'm so sorry I didn't mention that at the top. But there's amazing posts. It's a true treasure trove of information. And I think that one of the things you might be most famous for are the nine skin types and your skin type test.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Would love to hear a little more about that and would selfishly love to see which skin types me and Esther are.
0: Okay, perfect. So yeah, I'll I'll talk about the nine skin types, and I'll kind of walk you through like a quick consult and uh, and pick out your skin type number. So so when I became an esthetician and went to school, we were trained in what's called Fitz, Fitzpatrick skin types, and that's still used to this day. It's used a lot by. Uh, cosmetic doctors, when they're de- de- determining like who can get a laser treatment, because there's certain, it's more about skin color, kind of tone, right? If somebody is a skin, uh, Fitzpatrick five you know, there's certain lasers you can't use. So that's kind of when that language is used as so Fitzpatrick. One is really fair. They burn easily. Think of like a Nicole Kidman or something. She's a Fitzpatrick skin type one. So we learned about that. But then we also learned about dry, normal, and oily and, you know, what combination skin was. Um, but it was all just kind of very generic. And so when I became an esthetician and started working with clients hands on, it was like, okay, you you know, they're a little combination, whatever. And then I would recommend skincare products for them to use at home. And the line that I was selling was like, just, you know, they had like two cleansers, you know, three moisturizers, and again, catered to like those very generic skin types. And so the first salon that I worked at, I, I, I begged the salon owner to bring in a second skincare line and eventually a third. And so I was curating people's routines because I couldn't find one line that kind of spoke to everyone. And so so being a you know hands-on esthetician, I realized that skin was very complex and everybody everyone's skin was unique. And you certainly can't just put somebody into a dry skin type and call it a day. And then from a skincare standpoint, people didn't have skincare lines that were catering to what you know, the uniqueness of people's skin. So I determined, you know, a million years ago that there are nine distinct skin types. And within each of those skin types, there's very unique characteristics um, that I go into. So it really sums up like the details and the nuances of someone's skin. And then I created a skincare line based on those nine skin types. So when people go to reneerouleau.com, they take the quiz. It's really fast and easy. They're put into one of the uh, nine skin types. um, And then it will recommend products. We also have supporting videos. So if someone's like, I took the skin type quiz and says I was a skin type five, but I'm not really sure. Then they can kind of watch the videos to hear me talk more about those skin types. And then they can also, if they really want to, we all, uh, we offer virtual skin consultations. Um, and so they can also do like a FaceTime appointment with our, one of our in-house estheticians that, um, offers virtual consults and that's kind of more personalized advice. Wow.
1: I got to know what skin type are you?
0: So I am a skin type six, which is the, the, the name of that one is normal anti-aging. And then, like I said, it goes into all these kind of characteristics, but it's, it's just a skin type that's, it's not really sensitive. It has a little bit of discoloration. I'm starting to get like, you know, some little melanin spots and spots as I get older, just want to, you know, a little like combination in the T zone and the, in the summer, but can feel a little tight and dry during the winter. So it's kind of, that kind of skin type and just kind of a skin type that is always seeking a glow and brightness basically. I love
1: that. Your skin type is very classic. It's like a Cadillac DeVille or something. It's just kind of like <laughs> solid, like middle of the road, just like yeah. kind of strong in a lot of ways. And
0: there you go. I mean, it go. sounds
1: a little more
2: like a Camry if you're really want to get down to it, but I kind of
1: choked when I'm I had to think that- of a car. I kind of I'm really hoping
2: bit. I'm a Camry I want to have Camry skin I, I
1: I have a feeling mine's gonna be like a poorly made American car like in a bad way <laughs> I'm gonna be like a Honda <laughs> fit or something <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so let's go through it. So, Caroline, um, would you mind telling me your age? I'm 30. 30?
1: That's
0: amazing. 168. Um, (laughs) um, What are your top three skin concerns in order of priority?
1: Um, I'm acneic. I have hormonal acne. Esther's already falling asleep. (laughs) Okay. Esther's attention's off Esther for one second. And she's like... Okay.
0: So, okay, hormonal so, so acne s- s- is skin concern number one. Uh-huh. Number
1: two. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, hyperpigmentation. And, okay. Number
0: three.
1: And, um, sagging is
0: that, that's okay. kind of loss like of a muscular. Feeling, yeah. But feeling like you're kind of getting some loss of tone. Okay. And so my clarifying questions are, um, how often are you breaking out and where on the face are you breaking out the most? It's
1: usually pretty concentrated along the chin, chin strap, chin mm-hmm. and jaw. I think that it's definitely uh, connected to the food I eat. Like dairy, really dairy. breaks mm-hmm. me out. Okay. And um, yeah, it'll be like either like cystic on the, along the jaw or like whiteheads.
0: Okay. This area. And, and in a given week, um, how many time? How many new breakouts are you getting in a week? Or is it not that often?
1: Oh my god. Not a week goes
0: by that I don't have like two pimples at least. Okay. So about two a week. Okay. Do you get breakouts anywhere else or is that really just the area?
1: Um, it's sometimes, I have some clogged pores on my forehead, but okay. not, not too bad.
0: Okay. And then let's talk about uh, hyperpigmentation. So is that post breakout marks or are you getting like brown spots, sunspots, like that kind of thing? It's like
1: P-I-H post-inflammatory
0: hyperpigmentation yeah. from any your breakouts pimple, any pimple will leave um, a right. scar sure and it does for everybody so you're not unique in that way um, that's just kind of the process the life cycle of a blemish yeah. um yeah. and They're then last special and then <laughs> <laughs> you are one of us um and then uh the third thing with kind of loss of tone is this kind of you know something more noted more lately like are you noticing like i'm hitting 30 and i'm all of a sudden noticing like just a little bit more of the aging changes if you will
1: yeah i think it's like pretty standard it's nothing nothing too crazy
0: okay everything's just
1: kind of there's a bit of a droop
0: okay got it
1: a little bit you don't think so esther
2: i don't but i also don't want to like invalidate how you feel so yeah watch
1: yourself (laughs)
0: <laughs> and and do you um do you produce oil or i mean are you kind of like more of a t do you feel like more t-zone does your skin ever feel tight or dry even if you're using gentle products
1: um no only if i'm over exfoliating do i ever get a tightness okay it's, it's oily it's pretty fucking oily
0: okay you feel like and are your pores kind of enlarged i mean do you yeah. feel like you have kind of large pores okay i have
1: large pores for sure
0: okay and uh, any sensitivity like would you call um, would you call yourself sensitive? Like do you get rashes, red, irritation, things like that?
1: No, I mean, I think that some products break me out, which is sometimes
0: like a sensitivity.
1: Okay. But I
0: don't I don't Right, I don't, but not like reactionary kind. Like on a scale more of irritation. Like 1
1: to 10, maybe I'm a 1. Like sometimes I'll get a little red after I like put something all over my face, but Okay, but it's not, not really. a big deal.
0: Okay. Okay, so your skin type two. And I'd have to look up uh, what that's that is. No, almost what,
1: number one.
0: That's right. So <laughs> so close. Um, and that's. Baby. I, I think it's uh, it's called like oily. I suppose I could look, but oily combination, occasional breakouts, anti aging. That's what that one is. And so. Um, So check out skin type two. And again, it will list all the characteristics, but basically because you're predominantly chin and jawline breakout, I don't want to put you. And even though they're frequent, like twice a week, that's no fun, but I don't want to put you in one of like the full on kind of acne routines because it's, it's limited to a certain area of the face. We know it's probably kind of dairy and you know, that sort of thing. Um, but there are things I would suggest you do skin type two and then get like, my anti-bump solution, which is um, our number one bestseller, which is specifically for the hard, sore, cystic-type yes, blemishes. I and just do use want Do that. the two, right, so do the skin type two, and then spot treat and use this as prevention in your okay. problem areas. So right. Yeah, so you're um, a two. Thank um, you. Est- you're welcome. Esther, let's talk wait, about you. Yeah.
2: Wait, before we do, though, just because, Caroline, you said two is like the silver medal, I learned this, and it's so interesting to me. Did you know that? Uh, like uh, from the Olympics, like gold, silver, bronze, if you, the person who wins a silver is the least happy because they're always thinking about how close they were to gold. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Like you're better off at bronze.
0: Yeah. That's right. You so are like, I'm try- almost there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I try get that.
2: Little, try a little less. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. My turn. <laughs>
0: yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> Esther, what is your age? 32. 32. And what are, um, what are your top three skin concerns in order of priority? I would say redness.
2: Like I just wait, I always look in the mirror and I'm red and it's always bothered me and I never, I've never done anything about it. Um, I, I tend, I'm very dry, but I'm usually only very dry when I'm in LA where I live but not when Mm -hmm. I'm like other places. Mm -hmm. And then it's a tie between anti-aging and sunspots.
0: Okay. Okay. And, Is that and
2: allowed?
0: yeah, of course. Um, and so were you a freckly child? No. No. So you're getting more sunspots now and you didn't really have that when you were younger? Yeah. Okay. It's like so specific,
2: it's a- like I only seen in certain lighting and mm-hmm. like it's just like little spots right around here.
0: Okay. And the redness, so you're somebody that after a hot shower. You get pretty pink for and will stay pink for a while.
2: Yeah, but definitely it's worse after a hot bath. But it's also like I feel like you don't shower. Yeah, I do only take baths. Got it. Um, But yeah, I feel like all day I look in
0: the mirror and I see red. Kind of redness, right? So, like, kind of an underlying, just kind of pinky, reddish skin. And would you say that you're easily reactive to skincare products? Do things sting and burn and, you know, yeah. Like, okay. Okay. And then do you, so do you ever get any breakouts? No. No. Very okay. rarely. Very rarely. And would, And do you, are you an oil producer or are you, do you feel like you're kind of more normal or, or do you ever feel dry? Dry, like, a, like an dry. old witch.
1: Dry. <laughs> dry, <laughs> so dry like, like a dr- crusty witch.
2: Yeah. Yes.
0: Perfect. Great description. Um, but you feel like you're dry? Yeah. Like, do you get flaky or is it more just like your skin feels tight or both right or both right
2: yeah both depending on time of year but I've definitely been flaky frequently
0: yeah yeah so it's all about like it's all about like barrier repair and you but you live in LA okay um I would say Esther you're a skin type five which is something like (laughs) N- normal. That's not what you want to so yeah. hurt. That's gotta hurt.
1: Uh, <laughs> Renee, uh, don't
0: spare her feelings. She has to. Be I hard. know. I know. Right. <laughs> tough love here. Tough Ooh, love. Ooh, five. <gasps> <laughs> Wait, tell me more. Tell, what does five Sorry. mean? <laughs> um, it's, I think it's called like no, normal red sensitive anti-aging. So it's, um. so it's kind of like the, Cause you're, I don't, you're red, you're sensitive, easily irritated. We want things to really calm the skin and diffuse redness, create an environment in the skin where the skin is less reactive by improving your skin's barrier. And, but all the while keeping hydration in the skin. But I don't want to give you, skin type nine is kind of the dry version of that, but you definitely can have dryness, but you're kind of too young to be too dry I don't want to use a lot of really heavy things on you, but we definitely want to hydrate really well. But yes, skin type five is definitely has your name on it.
1: The literature, there's no support in the literature for your skin type. There's nothing here. Would you say that, um, Renee, would you say that Esther's skin barrier is phenomenally weak, just like so weak? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so weak well because of actually in her heritage not the finnish side because finnish people don't really have sensitive skin but you must have something some something else jewish. in your heritage would you say jewish jewish so something is you know you're red and sensitive because of some sort of heritage and basically because you're red a lot that means you retain a little more heat in your skin and your skin's barrier is kind of always trying to stay closed up and sealed and so when it's not if you're using harsh products or get you know frequently overheated things like that you get little cracks in your skin's barrier and moisture escapes easily and then ear and then products sting easier because they're hitting the nerve endings and so the goal is to kind of like close up these little gaps in the skin so your skin is less reactive and moisture stays in the skin so it's about like correcting your skin
1: what do I do? Is there any hope for her?
0: Use, product, <laughs> use products for skin type five. Use products for okay. your skin type. That's okay. the solution.
1: Okay, that's good okay. to know.
0: It's well. an easy fix. Easy fix. Good luck, Esther. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Must be nice. <laughs> okay, that was all really helpful. I'm like racing to buy a bottle of the anti-bump solution. I've, I've read about that before. I'm excited oh, to I'll try s- that.
0: Yeah, no, it's amazing. It's our number one bestseller. So
1: for a reason, honey, the numbers don't lie.
0: They don't.
1: Okay. I read an interview with you where you talk about the importance of sleep position, and you have a very unique way of sleeping. Can you
0: tell us more about that? So there's lots of things I do actually at night. So one of them is, you know, I do my nighttime routine, of course. Um, but yeah, I sleep on a very firm pillow. So they basically say, like, what's the stat? I, I wrote a blog post, something like thirty eight hundred hours or or whatever, however many hours of sleep you get in right. a year. And they they the thought process is that how you sleep on your pillow. Um, can contribute to the second cause of aging for your skin, basically for wrinkles, because you're basically ironing wrinkles into your skin. If you're certainly, you know, in certain positions where you're kind of creating wrinkles. So I basically get a very firm pillow and I sleep on the corner of it. So I try not to like push my cheek because I'm trying to prevent like the nasolabial fold lines from appearing because I tend to be more of a side sleeper. And so, and, and, and I will tell you this for sure. I mean, 30 years of being an esthetician and looking at faces, you definitely probably somebody over the age of 45 on average, you can see, I can guess how they sleep. And- From their their face. Is that just like, cause, is that like a fold or like a drooping? So what you'll see is if somebody is a side sleeper, they'll get kind of these little wrinkles like up here next to their, kind of near the, like on their cheeks, kind of the sides of their nose, you'll see like little folds and it's basically where like the skin squished and yeah, and you'll see it. So if you basically just put your hand on your side of your face and squish it, basically whatever wrinkles you get, that's what you're going to get. And so, yeah, so I, since I, I enjoy sleeping on my side, I, the, it's, the key is the firm pillow because I obviously need neck support. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm very conscious of, of not squishing my face because that's just unnecessary wrinkles. And then the second thing I do is most nights I hang my head upside down for two night uh, for two minutes a night. Um, and it basically brings, Like Esther, this wouldn't be for you because I'm trying to create more blood flow to my face. That's not for you for a skin type five. Um, But Caroline, you could definitely do this since you don't have sensitivity and redness like that. Um, But yeah, so hang my head upside down and um, and it brings new oxygen, pumps new blood to the skin, which brings nutrients to the skin cells and basically feeds your skin with the nourishment from new blood. So it helps to keep your skin glowy.
1: And... Does, do your loved ones or family members ever walk in on you, hanging your head upside down and go, (laughs) Renee, you've lost it?
0: Yes, for sure. Yes. Okay. But I'm like, this is, this is all, all in the name of good skin. You got to do what you got to do.
1: I, uh, the head upside down thing. I was like, she can't really do that,
0: but you really do do it. Yeah. I hang over the side of the bed. Yeah. I'll have my phone on the floor. I kind of just scrolling through Instagram or whatever and just hang my head down
1: yeah i mean you're a vampire let's just be honest <laughs> cool.
0: so all those it. minnesota and wisconsin summers right i mean you kind of are a vampire when you live up in that nick of the woods because it's summers are so short right
1: true.
2: i've seen a i've definitely seen a few bats up close in wisconsin
1: there you go oh my god um
2: I have a question because you're talking about like the redness being heat related. And I've been asking this of our guests recently, what is your opinion of cold, like skincare fridge, ice roller, where do you stand on all that stuff? Cause I feel like I'm kind of into that right now. And I yeah. Know it's pointless. Well,
0: well, so from a capillary standpoint, um, capillaries hold blood. And basically when you get hot, they dilate and that's when you see redness on the skin, like after your hot bath or if you work out or hot summer or whatever. And then cold constricts and it makes, you know, well, depending on it, if you're putting ice on the skin, you're going to get a lot of redness. But but the idea is that cold temperatures constrict. Um, the challenge with having redness in the skin is you, you want to, every time you dilate capillaries and then constrict them and dilate and constrict them, but this is just normal. That is going to happen after a hot bath and eventually they constrict again, but capillaries lose their elasticity and it's kind of like stretching a rubber band, right? I mean, after a while you keep stretching it and eventually they don't spring back. And so what, where you're set up for is that, your capillaries are weaker anyway because of your genetics and so when you as you get and since you kind of they're already kind of dilated which is why you see the redness on your skin then with age they will kind of continue to kind of get weaker and weaker and you'll have more flushness and more redness on the skin um so the so 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 cold so cold things are good because it's trying to keep your your capillaries kind of constricted. The good news is is that, you know, there's lasers that if, you know, that can help correct that, but we definitely want a skincare routine like I said that creates an environment where the skin is trying to be less red because that's less wear and tear on your capillaries. Um, But you can also take what's called vitamin C with bioflavonoids. And those are ingredients uh, that's a a vitamin C pill that you can take every day. Um, I take it every day and it basically helps to um, uh, kind of, do an internal strengthening of your skin's capillaries to keep them strong. I
1: hope you are taking us to your supplement station right now.
0: Well, I was actually going downstairs, I'll show you it right now. I was going downstairs <laughs> because it's starting to get dark here. And so, oh. um, I was so, going to say, but it's will,
1: like we're on I'll Zoom. We you. never ask our guests to like show us what's in their fridge or like. All
0: right, all right. So here's the vitamin C with a citrus bioflavonoid. So this is Whole Foods brand. So I take it once a day. Um, I actually, here's my little, my little supplements every day of the week. And I I keep it just in my kitchen. So it's ready to go. I I don't take, I don't take a lot of supplements though. Um, You know, I try to get a lot of my nutrition from food, uh, but I do take uh, vitamin D, take iron. I take, uh, a malty and mm. and a bee a beaver energy. I
1: have like to make sure I have a couple of dark chocolate covered raisins every day. Oh, <laughs>
0: that's really, perfect. Yeah, really good for you. Yeah, really well, ice cream, cream. I'm just, flush flush the system. I, ice cream is definitely <laughs> in my nutrition every single night. So, oh my
1: God, yes, there she is.
0: What's your What's your
2: favorite flavor? While we're on the subject.
0: So lately, I'm into open this. The fr- open the dryer. freezer. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Open lately, I'm into the little mini cups of the dryers, oh. and it's a it's peanut butter cup.
1: Ooh. But they're like little,
0: right? So like I'll just have one or three, whatever, whatever <laughs> I feel like. But then also I do like the mint uh, mint chocolate chip one. Oh, Ooh.
1: dryers.
0: So dryers, but I like just because they're
1: small, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I like that. Um,
2: You, okay, so the capillaries, we don't want to stretch them out, but I'm just curious, follow up by that logic, is it bad to put cold on because then I'm like just stretching them more?
0: I mean, it's no, it's good for people with redness. You want to try to constrict them as much as possible because the longer they stay dilated. So like, just say you do take a hot bath and now your skin's kind of red afterwards, the longer the blood stays in there and stays dilated, that's what's creating wear and tear. So you kind of want to constrict them as quickly as possible. Mm.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. And I want to take that vitamin C flavonoid
1: thing that I, with, I yeah.
0: screenshotted. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm, I, I I'm not going to lie to you. I'm <laughs> on your blog post. Renee reveals her 11 favorite beauty tips. I highly recommend everyone pull this up, but I kind of want to go through some more of these. Cause I've never heard of so many of these. Yeah. Beauty, beauty tip number two, you protect your hands with mineral powder.
0: What mm-hmm. the mother F does that mean? So I keep mineral powder in my car and then I just dust it on because it's like, you don't, to put a a sunscreen cream on. I I hate that. So you're touching everything, everything's, yeah, it's like, it's gross. And so just taking a mineral powder and you just dust it on the tops of your hands and you're good to go. All
1: right. That one was a lot simpler than I thought it was
0: going to be. I was like, (laughs) mineral powder. What could that be? All right. Renee, you shave your face. I shave my face. Yes. I, uh, I recently switched to the Carrie Benjamin stacked razor, but for a long time I used just some little something I got on Amazon or whatever, but yeah, to help manage peach fuzz, which comes on with age and makes your skin, you know, glowing skin is all about having skin that's light reflective so that light can bounce off the skin. And so when you have peach fuzz, um, light reflects less. Oh my and God. so having kind of a, you know, uh, less peach fuzz on there makes the skin look more glowy and it just makes it look more youthful because we get facial, facial I don't know if it's because I'm
1: 30, but when I get up close to the mirror, I have like full blown baboon face, like <laughs> a thick, dense, it's like hairy.
0: Yeah. Well, so I mean, in, uh, with hormones and age, we do get furrier. So Oh my God,
1: you're telling me it's like a fucking animal planet on my damn face. (laughs) Wait a second. So, when you shave your face, walk me through this. So, you wash your face, you pat it dry, and then you just go in with a razor with no, on a clean face.
0: I actually do. Sometimes I'll just, no, I'll, sometimes I just do it with, with makeup on before I wash my face. Cause you want your skin really dry when you do it. You don't want really any moisture in there. So, um, so I'll just, cause I don't ever like to leave my skin bare longer than 60 seconds after cleansing because moisture evaporation occurs because water attracts when your skin is wet. And if you don't seal it in, it pulls water out of the skin. So I just go right on, right over my makeup and do it like at night. I only do it like, twice a month or something like that three times a month um but i'll just go in on under you know over makeup and just do it and then i'll uh and then i'll wash my face and do my routine at night
1: okay wow okay now this one am i reading this right you have three toothbrushes (laughs)
0: I have three toothbrushes. Renee,
1: what the heck?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I use, well, I use, okay. So in the morning, um, so I sleep with my Invisalign, my last retainer of my Invisalign at night. Um, so I went through Invisalign, you know, many years ago or whatever, but, um, so I'll pop out my, no, so I first use a soft toothbrush in the morning, Brush my Invisalign, then pop it out, use a soft toothbrush to brush my Invisalign, clean that, and then I'll kind of do a little brushing with the soft toothbrush for my teeth. Then I'll get my Sonicare toothbrush. And I'll use my sensitive, I'll use my sensitive uh, or Sensodyne toothpaste. And yeah. so then I'll do my, I think that's what's called Sonic Air, right? That's the toothbrush, right? Um, yeah. And then I'll, and I'll do that all over. And then I'll grab my third toothbrush, which is my super firm, hard toothbrush. And every dentist says, don't use it on your teeth. And I don't, but I'll use Crest toothpaste and I'll brush my tongue with the super hard one.
1: Oh my God. So you're double cleansing your teeth. <laughs> this isn't blowing up first seriously yes you're I, I, renee yes i double is, cleanse
0: my teeth that's i love it
2: wait this wait, is wait unbelievable why the hard toothbrush instead of a tongue scraper
0: uh, um i i think i tried a tongue scraper once a long time ago but i didn't I like it but i also like I, I don't know i like putting toothpaste on it and like feeling all fresh oh, yeah. and minty but i think a tongue you wouldn't do wait. that that's
2: so smart to make your tongue feel minty. Yeah,
0: fresh
1: breath.
2: I yeah. want to do that.
1: I usually just go in with a dry toothbrush, just kind of like, or not dry, like no toothpaste on it. Just mm-hmm. kind of like scrub that bitch down, you know.
2: <laughs> I do a tongue scraper like twice a day for sure. I'm there's a lot going on on my tongue. If I if I didn't,
1: I don't know what would happen to me. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. This is an interesting one. So you, uh, your beauty tip number nine, you're obsessed with keeping the skin on your body smooth and bump free. Oh,
0: obsessed, obsessed. So I like, I love having soft skin, like really soft skin. I love it not being like bumpy or anything. And so and I also don't like it being bruised. I don't like it having like mosquito bites that leave scars and a little post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. So like I just I just really like having like everything even toned. And so so I exfoliate a ton. I like a good salt scrub like I use a couple times a week. I use a. Um, uh, a serum in my line called Smoothing Body Serum, which is a glycolic and lactic acid serum, and I'll put that on under body lotion. I I particularly use it on my knees because you know those kind of get drier and the skin's a little thicker there, so I'll use a little extra on my knees. Um, but then, yeah, I use body lotions. And then, um, sometimes I'll use a dry brush on my body. Sometimes, mm. um, I go to the dermatologist for a uh, annual skin, um, you know, skin cancer screening every year. And if there's any little, like little spots or little skin growths or anything, or sometimes even little veins, I'll have them zapped. And I just like, I don't know, it's like my thing. And so it's an obsession. Just, yeah, like, but I love soft skin. Like, what do you do like, for inflam-
1: post-inflammatory hy- pic- Wow, well, post-inflammatory Pim- hyperpigmentation On the from body? Like, mosquito bites and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. All the exfoliation I do between, like you know, salt scrubs and the the acid serum I mm-hmm. use. That's what removes all of it. So wow. you're an inspiration, and it's a little <laughs> s- you're a little scary, but in like a cool way. Like, well, and I'm, the good thing is, like, I, I I definitely will say I'm not like. I'm not like OCD about anything. These are just habits and rituals that I love and make me feel good. So like I, you know, they never, they don't feel like work.
1: Ah. Yeah. I have to say like my biggest nightmare would be like coming into the next life as like a mosquito bite on your body or something. (laughs) That's like my my biggest fear is like being a small mark on the back of your knee or something (laughs) be eradicated.
0: Yes, for sure. Oh,
1: I like,
2: I am so out of the running for that to be a reality for me. For some reason, I'm always covered in bites and like r- dots. I just said so, but I will say like, there's something about the like fantasy of having nothing on your skin that feels very like Barbie doll. Like, and sometimes I, th- I am like, it, sometimes I get really squeamish about like what's inside of us. And I always fantasize, like, if you cut my arm off, it would just be like the inside of a Barbie doll. So I feel like I'm getting those
1: vibes from you. I love it. I mean, you do have pink hair. I got to know. Right. I
0: do have pink hair. Is this like a
1: wash-in? Are you manic
0: panicking it? How are we Um, doing this? So I use color depositing hair conditioner by Overtone. So Uh, they have uh, pink. uh, I, I mix pink pastel pink and pastel a tiny bit of pastel silver just to make it nice and cool tone it looks very i'm under a light that's very warm tone right now so it probably looks a little warmer but i and then i mix it with regular conditioner because at 100 strength it will make it too bright and I don't want it that bright. So yeah, so every time I shampoo, I just put it in my hair and so then when I travel, not much these days, but um, I'll pre-make them um, Mm. and put them in uh, freezer Ziploc bags and kind of, you know, have... Actually, I did that this morning. I was in Dallas last night and slept at a hotel and so I had pulled out my pre-made conditioner and I just brought it in the bath in the shower and just scooped it out of the Ziploc bag. Um, But right now I'm doing a uh, 30 cold shower challenge. And so, uh, luckily for dry shampoo, I only shampoo my hair, you know, like every four days or something. So every the rest of, so I will do a warm shower for that because I'm in there too long. And the whole, like the fact that I have to color my hair and all of that, it's, I couldn't do it cold. So, but the rest of the showers where I'm not shampooing these days is a cold shower,
1: a cold shower.
0: A don't you feel shower. so?
1: I feel so fucking good after a cold shower.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah,
1: it's feel like crazy good.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like I don't drink coffee, so it's like in the morning, it's like the uh, ultimate wake up thing, you know. I gotta ask: up. Do you not drink coffee for skin reasons? No, <laughs> it's because it tastes disgusting. Tastes yes. disgusting. Oh, so gross! I just don't get do you. Do you drink alcohol? I do.
2: Okay, I was wondering if you don't drink that because right, I I think alcohol tastes gross.
0: Well, I mean, you're no, you're you are right. It's it's it like last night. I, I I last night I had some absinthe, and it basically is like oh rovitesin. she drinks, oh she <laughs> drink drinks absinthe. Well, <laughs> I mean what? Well, yeah. So actually, uh, so that story is, um, and like switching to like, not so positive things, but my, my husband passed away two years ago and he was French. And so yesterday would have been our wedding anniversary. And so I went and met a friend up in Dallas and cause we used to live up in Dallas for 19 years. And I went to one of his favorite French restaurants. And so I drank his, um, so all things French. And so absence was, was part of that absinthe, was part of that and then ricard which is um, a liquor that he loved i drank a lot of that and so just a lot of that combination of stuff made for a little headache this morning let me tell you i am going
1: <laughs> to say though first someone that put back a fair amount of french liqueur last night you do look you do look quite amazing <laughs> i don't think i would well, look nearly sweet. this good was it the well, it, you was it tinctured over a sugar cube the absinthe
0: no, no, they just brought it in just a little kind of glass, okay, shot to be, glass or something. To be
1: fair, my only exposure to absinthe is Moulin Rouge, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: because well, it's like there's like the illegal kind, right? And like this is not obviously the illegal kind, so.
1: All right, you caught us, okay? Esther and I are freaking lame, <laughs> okay? We don't know anything about anything. You freaking caught us. Oh, Renee, this is like, you are awesome you're Aww. just a cool you're a cool ass chick but I don't even know how else to Thanks. say it you know
0: I ride, I ride a motorcycle oh it's kind of dark out. I, I was gonna show you. well here let me turn the lights on I'll show you my motorcycle oh <laughs> my god because that's the
1: epitome of cool
0: chick
1: right I mean um, yeah let's take it
0: outside
1: um yes oh so beautiful <laughs> oh Uh Oh, be careful! Don't drop it. It's (laughs) uh, it's
0: hard.
1: It's hard to see. It's. I. We believe it now. You saw some chrome. I saw chrome.
2: Yes. I mean- That is so cool.
1: Your house is beautiful. You're a badass queen with a famous skincare line. I mean, you're a businesswoman. You're a skin goddess. You're uh, riding a wild hog through the streets of Austin. I mean, what
0: (laughs) can't you do? There's a lot I can't do. That's for sure. But I'm always trying to challenge myself to learn new things. I just learned a magic trick recently. So that's my (laughs) new thing. That's my new party trick.
1: That's, that'll get you far.
0: Yeah. A good party I'm trick. telling you. It's all you need. Who doesn't love it, right?
1: Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, on the next, next time you come on the show, you're going to have to show us that magic trick.
0: Okay, perfect.
1: Renee, <laughs> where can people find you, like, remind us of like you know the exact url of your skincare blog how to find you on instagram like tell us all the things
0: yeah so um so for anyone listening to this if you are a skincare enthusiast i highly recommend you go to my blog and subscribe to get our emails so you get all the latest blog posts i've had a blog since 2009 um just basically doing a brain dump of my head you know my brain into my blog posts. everything i've seen with you know the span of my 30 years as an esthetician we have over a thousand blog Post super educational, super interesting. You're never going to hear like the drink water for glowing skin because I have a blog post on that. That's like the least efficient way to hydrate the skin. Um, but we talk about really unique things and I share client stories and just all, you know, so if you want to get educated about your skin, it's definitely the way to go. Um, I have um, so if you go to renerollo.com and click on blog, you'll get there. But it's also blog.renerollo.com. And then, um, of course, I have my own skincare line. So take the skin type quiz and find out what your skin type is. Um, I my personal Instagram is Renee and so my personal Instagram is my life. And I talk about skincare sometimes, but it's really more just all the things, you know, being a girl boss and my adventurous life that I try to live. And, uh, so all kind of just behind the scenes of my world. And then Renee Rouleau skincare is much more focused on skin because it's the company page and we share a lot of skincare, you know, information there. My philosophy when it comes to social media is, you know, you, every post should either inspire, educate or entertain. And so, uh, we really try to, um, get people to be on the company page, smarter skincare consumers. So definitely our company page is a great one as well
1: so awesome the blog is, oh, so cool. is amazing highly thank you. highly recommend well renee thank you so
0: much for coming on our show i thank know caroline I'm and esther esther so my excited. my relative will have to do like a what are those like family tree what's that one like uh ancestry or something yes. and we might be related
2: I know, well.
0: (laughs) All right, and we will see you soon, I hope. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. Aw, the puzzle was all ours. All right, bye.
1: (laughs) Bye.